This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Good morning to you. Welcome into the action line from WGNS this morning. We are focusing on Rutherford County. If you have some questions about Rutherford County, give us a shout. Or you can text them to us all at 615-893-1450. Our county mayor, Bill Ketron, is our guest this morning. Bill, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. Glad to be with you today. Great to have you with us. Thank Beautiful you, sir. Day out. Yes, sir. And you brought uh, your assistant? Yeah, I did. Deputy assistant with us. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning. Happy July Eve. Yeah. <laughs> Why, I can't believe this June is gone. Almost. Yes, it is. It's wild. That's um, unbelievable. I, well, um, things, things are passing so fast. We were at uh, Dr. Gloria Bonner. She was inducted into the Rotary uh, Noon Club as president yesterday, and she said something Steve and I have been laughing about it ever since she said her father-in-law a number of years ago when she and raymond got married he said uh, life goes so fast he said life is like a roll of toilet paper the closer you get to the end the faster it goes <laughs> that's a good way to put yes, it i it like is. that so um, dr bonner congratulations to you absolutely what a what a great leader in the community she oh is. she is a good voice and uh, we're talking about things that are happening in our community. Uh, the square is constantly improving and changing. The judicial building is uh, coming into its own now. Uh, the the museum in the in the courthouse itself. We is are getting closer. The paint paint has been done. We're just uh, we've we've got to take up the carpet and put in new flooring. Um, knock two more holes in the wall and uh put the doors in and uh we've already got the cases for all the all the um uh, articles of of you know and and promises like dr talbert he's donating um all of his civil war medical equipment he's collected over the years he's got some pieces of furniture he's got um paintings and and etc from his collection his kids don't want it so he's going to donate it and um uh, to the museum we've got um, uh, general MacArthur's wife's wedding dress that'll be on display uh, we've got things come from stones river battlefield and things that we're gonna just go ahead and say that we're we're open to take anything that people of historical value that would be good in there then then we'll take it and put it on loan and, and this is uh when do you think we'll be able to walk through that museum we're hoping by uh well, let's put us off a little bit. I was hoping maybe August or yeah, September. Yeah, August or first of September. We're going to have an open house on the Sunday and let people come down. Probably Dr. West will, since I put him in charge of that. He and John Lodel over at our library and archives will have a little uh, get together outside and cut the ribbon and you know open it up and 
We'll see a lot more tourism coming downtown. I might even bake some cookies for that event. Well, I'll be up there then. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't take much to get me up. (laughs) Some of your cookies would definitely do it. Well, and one big thing is the, you know, the clock. Uh, from oh, the cupola yeah. from way back is coming back to Rutherford County coming back Historical home. Courthouse. Coming it's back over home. to Chamber of Commerce right now, but it's uh, actually it continues to work, and, and uh, so we're going to put it on display. And that's the one that I believe some of our citizens had taken apart and worked on. And Correct. Yes, Correct. Gotten it uh, going again. Yes, sir. So I think that, Mr. Mullins, yeah, he was senior, one he was mm-hmm. one of the ones that headed that up, I think, and uh, I could be corrected, but I know he did go up and all well, that some good tales about that. some good tales yeah. about that I, I probably got the same ones you got Bart. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, he went up and and oiled it and worked on it and kept all the hands going in the same direction <laughs> you know, which is a job oh yeah. uh, way up high like that too and, yeah. and you know it's not a uh, a little watch it's a it's a huge clock and yeah. you have to physically climb a ladder to get up to the working yes. yeah. parts of it. Yeah, and that's not, it's not one clock. I mean, it's, it's four. four. Right. You know? <laughs> right, right. All trying to keep them synchronized. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's going to be on display regularly yes, at the uh, new facility there. Uh, and, and September, August, yes, September, sir. something like that. Uh, we'll be following that closely and keeping you informed because that's going to be a another big addition to the downtown area it is and hopefully tourism come and people come and you know decide they want to eat and some of the restaurants that are are uh, currently there and the ones that are being proposed to open up and and uh, the shops and it'll help bring bring shoppers back downtown so we're we're excited about it well another subject uh, this one came up in the news again yesterday we're talking about the middle point landfill came up in a little different way yesterday in the news one of their uh, backhoes caught on fire while it was up there moving uh debris i guess yeah uh we're we're still moving forward you know that was the the meeting uh night before last was uh, with a regional board and it was just a public hearing for people who wanted to come and express their their concerns with the landfill the smell and etc and um so that's going to be addressed there was nothing they didn't take a vote because they failed that board which is made up of four different counties cannon coffee warren and rutherford are in that regional board that was put in place back in 1992 um uh, they had failed to properly give proper notice in the newspaper so they had they were having to reschedule that Uh, there's so many days that you have to give notice in in publication radio newspaper etc so uh, i think it's going to be rescheduled for them to take a vote but this meeting is going to be in coffee county when when they decide to vote to uh, either accept be neutral or deny the expansion request from republic and send that to tdac and then tdac will probably take 12 months to decide whether to accept the request from republic to expand the landfill or not now this is the regional board four that, counties that's correct. Uh, they're going to make their decision does their ins- uh, does their decision have any weight i mean are legally is it not any- really it comes down to T- tdec okay tennessee department of environment and conservation so this is a public relations issue. yeah kind of it, it really doesn't have any teeth in it like, there's nothing they can do you know it's just a recommendation you know so uh how is that coming i mean 
you're looking at other things to do. We, uh, the county commission, we're still moving forward. We we have narrowed it down to five uh, of the nine that turned in an RFP. And uh, we were waiting to get the budget passed this like we did on Monday. And uh, we'll start uh, probably at the end of this next month. We're taking a few weeks off to take breaks from all the budget meetings and everything we've been going through. So we'll, we'll crank it back up and bring the top five back to um, so we can ask more questions in front of the subcommittee of um, uh, public works. And then sometime, I'd say by September, we'll hopefully be prepared to make a a um, recommendation to the full 21 commissioners now would it be possible i'm, I'm just thinking in strange directions mm-hmm. would it be possible for republic to expand the landfill as well as you and and the other uh, city uh, county fathers deciding to bring in that other group to do whatever project that you've deemed good for the community? Could they both live together? Yeah, well, I, I, yeah. I, I think they could. Um, as, as I said maybe last time, that, that out of the top five, one of the companies I liked was, was uh, Pratt out of uh, Georgia. Um, Pratt is in Conyers, Georgia, I believe, and they're a $2 billion company, and all they, they don't do trash. All they do is recycle. And they're wanting to come in and put in a, a MRF, a recycling uh, MRF. What is, I don't uh, know what a MRF is yeah, other than the a, rabbit that's on TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's where they dump all the trash, Bart, and, you know, like on the tipping floor. And then uh, uh, Knuckle Boom picks it up and puts it on the conveyors. And it, and it separates the plastic, the metal, the cardboard, and all that. And you, you could have pickers further on down once it gets into just a... Uh, a plastic or cardboard running you know and then they would pull out this line and maybe be pulling out cardboard and this line be pulling out plastic or whatever and and pratt works with um, uh, republic in other parts of the country so there's already a relationship there's established and so i'm thinking that uh, uh, there wouldn't in my opinion there's not a need to expand the landfill because if we're recycling and we can reduce the amount of trash going into metal point there's not a need to expand their footprint if we can take 40 percent of that recyclables out of the waste stream uh through pratt and republic bringing that trash there and then we pick up the the rest of the anaerobic waste stream and take it out to the landfill then then there's not a need to expand if that makes sense mm-hmm. um, in my opinion there's also a company called rockwood that we're going to be looking at that takes glass they take uh, sheet rock they take uh, um, building products building wood, products wood shingles concrete uh, even i think yeah. Yeah. yeah and and they grind it and repurpose it mm-hmm. is there a place for them to locate i mean does the county have some land right there near the middle point landfill uh no but we do have uh, 20 acres at another location oh, okay. but we've also got our existing landfill which is right beside republic that we've got we 200 maybe, acres there we maybe that's what we've been thinking of is that we could set up the the murph there or rockwood could set up there or waste away could set up there you know we had 28 the mayor just said you know in the rfis and then we had nine RFPs. And so then the committee pulled out Pratt, Rockwood, Waste Away, Waste Management, and Republic. 
you know, as far as the top five out of the nine that, that turned in um, an RFP. And since we're concerned about the, the cost of moving the garbage from one point to the other, uh, it would be equally uh, wise to put this new location as close to the landfill as possible, I would guess. Yeah, because every time you touch trash, it's going to cost you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and plus, you don't want to be trucking it all correct. and dropping it along the way. Sure. That's so. why the mayor's put everything on the table, you know, to bring everything out. What is the best idea? What is the best companies to help resolve our solid waste issues, you know, across the board? And that's what uh, gives us a lot of options and, and some things to, to deal with. I mean, heck, 14 days after he was sworn in as mayor, um, you know, he's taking the cities and their representatives and the county commission and they wanted to go on a bus up to Sevierville to uh, look at um, uh, their, um, what was it called? Um, their solid waste authority. Well, their solid waste yeah. authority where they were taking all the restaurant waste and putting it in a Bedminster type program thing that goes into a pipe. It it's heats it up mm-hmm. and grinds it up. It comes it's a out. composting facility. Looks like almost like dirt when it comes out and then they windrow it. It's a little bit of a process, but end of the story, it comes out like dirt. But then they still got about, you know, 30 or 40% that's having to go to the landfill. So it's not the total answer. And that's what we were. Is there know. a total answer? I mean, to, there, there are, you know, we our goal is, is zero waste. And I think everybody's goal is zero waste. But there'll never be a, a, a pure zero <coughs> waste. There's always going to be something that has to go to the landfill. But, you know, if you can take 100% down to 20%, that goes to the landfill and by separating out the glass the plastics the cardboard the, you know whatever else goes in there we've be been angry. so educated on solid waste and trash it's just crazy but you know uh there's some companies that are are getting zero waste but you know how they're doing that How's that? Sending it out of state. Shipping out of state. <laughs> and then they, so they can So it's like claim. sending the problem somewhere else, you know. That's to, that's but they're kind claiming of, zero waste. We're yeah. a zero waste company. It's kind and of cheating, I think. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't need to be a part well, of there was it. A, no, there's also so a company that uh, we're going to take maybe take a look at it, but we have to go back because they came in. Their proposal on the RFPs came in a day late after the cutoff. And so if we – have to get the commission to say yes we would like to look at that and i i think if we need to get a legal opinion could we get sued for looking at this other company because if we let why them, were they a day late i mean that makes you because wonder. uh the the uh postage uh was late because of the pandemic and it came from australia oh okay okay um, so they, a company, they filed timely but the post office messed up the, yeah well, and, uh, yeah that and you know right when these were due also Mm -hmm. we had that big snowstorm and so we actually put it off a week you know to open up the rfps because that's when we were that's when the county was actually down that's when the cities were down a lot of business were down that's when we had the big snowstorm Mm -hmm. what was that march uh end of february first march first of march Mm -hmm. there march the fifth sixth something like that but anyway so um they came in they came in after that and so we just but was there entry postmark? No, no. It, it was definitely out of 
that's even, why we didn't. The that that's why we didn't hear them hands. because they they didn't meet the qualifications, you know, as far as the timeliness of it, and so. But we, we have looked at their product, yeah. and their product's interesting. Uh, that's a company out of um, Australia, but they were going through this gentleman who contacted us out of Knoxville, mm-hmm. uh, who works with uh, the guy that invented this, and they they will actually do similar to putting in a Murph. Uh, but they'll take the recyclables and they have a patent uh, on taking the recyclables and actually making uh, uh, roof insulation panels, mm-hmm. wall interior wall panels, and actually extruded uh, tubafores. Yeah. Uh, and every one of them is perfect. I mean, they're not bent like a tubafore, and, and you know, the price of lumber has gone up so much oh, yeah. that it makes you think that. Gosh, we could take uh, trash and turn it into two-by-fours or lumber, you know, for building products. And uh, this will never deteriorate, I guess. Right. It's, it's they've got all this testing in there, like heat, salt water, uh, mice, uh, you know, uh, what is it, uh, termites. All these yeah. things won't, won't you, break you it down. You can nail into it. You can, you can screw it in. Screw it in. Yeah. You know, screws into it. It doesn't break apart. So it's uh, it's pretty impressive stuff. Yeah. So they are able to convert garbage into building, building products. Material. Yeah. Yes, sir. Fascinating. Our phone number six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. We're about halfway through the broadcast. Man, time flies. We're gonna pause for just a moment. If you have a question or comment, give us a shout six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. We have a texture from a listener asking about the uh, State Farm building. We're going to touch on that in just a moment. Broadcasting from the tallest tower in the city with that little red light on top. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, and AM 1450. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. I'm always one of those that goes on and off diets. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. And you know, Demas is one of the things that I started doing because of my own eating habits is, is we have a low calorie menu and a low carb menu. So depending on whatever diet that you like, we have options for you that are available at Demas's. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner seven days a week at Demas's. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. We are longtime pet lovers and pet keepers. Come see us and let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. We also carry a variety of hard to find products for your specialty pets. So if you need a pouch for your sugar glider or food for your hedgehog, see us at Animal City. Let our 30 years worth of experience be helpful for you. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. Honoring and remembering those who served in our military, here is today's Salute to Veterans. Norm Alzir, he's a World War II vet. In this salute, we talk to a World War II veteran. When you went into the war, at what stage? Was it the beginning, the middle, close to the end? Well, it was close to the beginning, the December beginning. 7th. How many were on your crew? Six gunners and four officers. Did you ever keep count of how many you shot down? Well, yeah, I shot down three. How old were you when you went in? 19. 19 years old. 
And what was your parents' opinion of the... the... Well, my parents were dead a long time. I was an orphan. Being the young man you were, what kept you going? What was the driving force inside of Norm? I don't know if I could really answer that. You had a job to do, and you had to do it. That's about it, you know. Uh, you just didn't worry about it. You just no, did it. You did it. That's right. And uh, whenever you got back from a mission, you kissed the ground. I'm glad you're alive. Well, Norm, I look back and think, how would your relatives hear from you? They called a V-mail. If you wanted to write a letter home, they call it a V-mail. A V-mail instead of an email, huh? Yeah. You wrote your letter, then an officer would take it, and he'd go over it. If he thought there was stuff in there that shouldn't be said, he would cut it out. And sometimes your letter would get home, and we'd be nothing but holes. This has been a Salute to Veterans on WGNS Radio. Restoration One of Middle Tennessee. A team of experts and immediate responders who help homeowners after disaster strikes. After disaster strikes. Fire, water, or storm damage. We can help you get your life back to normal quickly. Restoration One Middle Tennessee.com. Locally and veteran owned. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Welcome back. Our phone number to talk or text. You are in control. 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. Rutherford County Mayor Bill Ketchman is with us, along with Deputy to the Mayor Steve Sandlin. And if you have a question, he, he's the cookie man. He's bringing cookies and going to be giving those out. That, uh, that always gets everybody excited. Fourth of July and cookies. 615-893-1450. Here's a question dealing with the uh, issues over at State Farm's building. Uh, you've gone forward on that. How yes, is sir. it looking? Uh, I think it's looking very well. Uh, we, I got permission Monday when we passed the final budget to move forward. Um, I needed to get permission to put $100,000 down on earnest money uh, to uh, commit with the letter of intent that is being prepared by our attorneys right now to make the offer to the company, the real estate company that, that actually owns the building. The company out of um, Phoenix bought the building along with the other 10 regional offices that State Farm has, and then they, since 2013, been leasing it back to State Farm, okay? from a, They did that for tax purposes. Um, so it's a 403,000 square foot building um, we, we, my vision is to um, one half of it work with M Tissue, um, which we're meeting with in about an hour, uh, to talk to them about the possibility of putting in a the forensic facility um, that we have at M Tissue and putting in a morgue. We do not have a, a county morgue of, to speak of, and then the other half is moving our administration offices. For the sheriff's department we'll move all the deputies over there and focus in on this with me bart the right now uh before i came in there was talk and and actually some sketching done about building a new jail to be, and when we build that new jail steve 1991 91 or two okay yeah. uh and and uh for 
I'd say because of the pandemic, it reduced because courts were closed. Uh, we dropped from about 900 inmates down to down to about 600, and now the courts are open, so it's starting to go back up, and we're going to be over capacity. Um, but we paid about 35 million dollars back in 1990 for for that jail, that nine-story building, to build a something similar, another tower to join this one would run us over a hundred million uh, to build that. So we need this by moving into State Farm. We'll take the sheriff, administrative offices, all the deputies, which will allow us to expand the jail portion for give them more room to grow. And Dr. Rudd, our, our jail um, uh, medical doctor, give them room to grow in the offices that are occupied by the deputies and, and the administration by taking them out there. Uh, so that'll save us a lot of money and having to build a new jail for the next mm-hmm. 10 or so years. Now that's a big place. How big is that again? 400,000 square feet wow. on 62 acres. Mm-hmm. And, so you've uh, got plenty of land to grow y- on. Yes, too. sir. Yes, sir. Um, I was approached by Rita Shacklett about possibly uh, uh, putting a, a small regional or a, uh, an area library out there because there are plans to maybe close this one here and go out and more into the neighborhood type libraries. One thing, Bart, I didn't understand and, and until these talks started, you know, is uh, when the census numbers are finally in <laughs> and reported, <laughs> they've been in, what, for about a year now, but when they're finally reported, we should be the fourth largest county in the state of Tennessee we will surpass Hamilton County that's the word so what I'm thinking you know all the other and I did not realize this until we got talking about it and uh, our ambulance director uh, Carl Hudgens had uh, notified us this and and uh, Denise over there and uh, you know uh, Knox County Davidson County Shelby County even Hamilton County has a morgue and a forensic center and we do not and so it um i think uh, the ambulance director said it's one autopsy that you will accumulate for every 1000 people was that correct yes or 10000 i think it's 1000 you'll have one and so and it, that's a bad number but because uh, you don't want any you know but uh when you have to have those autopsies done we've we've just spent 660 some odd thousand uh, dollars on sending those folks who have to go get autopsies done uh, to Nashville, then that money would stay here and, and provide and jobs too. Provide jobs, and as well as the surrounding counties, they're talking about how um, how backed up it is in Nashville, uh, not just with COVID, but just uh, growth in Middle Tennessee. Period. That this right here is is something yeah. we have got to do. And I think the mayor's on something yeah, here. we're That's, we're, we're running about 30, 38, 39 bodies per month, and it's eighteen hundred dollars a month. I mean, per body to send to Nashville to, to perform the autopsies. Mm-hmm. We have that many suicides and overdoses on drugs that are happening in our community that people never see. So if the other counties were to send, and here's here's another thing, um, is that August one. St. Thomas Rutherford is is uh, going to become a level two trauma facility in our community. So that means that a lot of these outlying counties, instead of going to Nashville or to Chattanooga, 
those those patients will come here and if they die here then we have to have some place to put them right now uh, st thomas rutherford only has about four drawers cooling mm-hmm. drawers to put bodies in and um uh, that's a big issue yeah. stonecrest yeah. only has two each one of the funeral homes only has one so now what is stonecrest uh, a certain level of trauma center they are a trauma center okay so level two okay so and that's what uh, st thomas will become also Th- that is correct what does it take to be a level one does nashville have level one no they're level three so it goes up it ascends oh, it up. goes up yes sir. okay it ascends up. okay so uh do we ever aspire to get a level three then? what I, I'm not sure at this point, um, but what just happened uh, Wednesday of last week is that we, uh, St. Thomas Rutherford had applied, and I'd written a letter to the CON board requesting this on their behalf, um, and Mayor McFarland did as well, uh, that uh, now they can start doing open-heart surgeries on hearts at this uh, facility here. They got permission from the state to so do that. So we're really, uh, thanks oh. to folks like St. Thomas Rutherford Hospital yes, sir. moving up in the service. Well, That's and people are coming here, so sure. why, why go to Baptist or Vanderbilt when they stay right here and have the same thing done? Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Based on what you are seeing right now with the State Farm Building, yes, sir. Uh, when do you think that that might be put together? Are we close? Well, yeah, there's a there's a because the building is in perfect shape. I mean, it's a it's a great building. Uh, it's been well maintained, and we can move all of our administrative offices: EMS, EMA, fire rescue, uh, TBI uh, has expressed interest. FBI has expressed expressed interest in in having space out there so it really becomes a a public safety building Um, and you know our detectives at the sheriff's department so excited about this happening as if um, you know you you got a a murder and the body is over there and the forensic facility is actually working on that then the detective can come over and just instead of having to go to Nashville and wait until they come in and say here's where the, the projectile entered the body you know, they can help and speed up the process of, of that investigation. So, let's take uh, a let's take a phone call here. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you? Yeah, it's uh, great to have some officials that are looking forward instead of backwards. When the racetrack wanted to come in out here, there was a bunch of people got up down there and persuaded the commissioners that it wasn't nothing but a bunch of rednecks that fought and killed each other every night. Well, guess what? Rutherford County voted not to have nothing to do with it. So later on, when they built it, somebody, I don't know who, but they put water and sewer out there. Well, now when you go out past the racetrack on 840, there's nothing but warehouses on both sides from the racetrack to I-40 over there. Millions of dollars in tax money, jobs, so I hope them people that got that voted down are happy. It's the only thing I can say about it. Maybe make up the difference in taxes we lost. Thank you. Thank you for calling. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Bart, uh, I wanted to add to that just a little bit. We've got some uh, due diligence to, to do on the building, some inspections and stuff. So Maybe uh, 90 to, days. To answer your question, I think about 90, 90 days. 90 days. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Well, here's a, a text from a listener. Uh, they're saying that uh, the State Farm building became vacant because people were working from home. 
and that uh, they understand that that might be true also with Verizon uh, mm -hmm. over uh, off mm -hmm. uh, of uh, over near Old Fort Parkway. In talking with the the real estate. Um, company yesterday cbre who's handling this transaction we met with them our attorneys and we found out that actually state farm had this in in engaged and in, in moving in this direction before covid actually hit it just covid the timing of that sent everybody home and it just uh, uh probably made it go faster their process of of people working from home um, their plan from several years ago was to go to four super regions as opposed to smaller regional offices like we have here. So th their plans were to go to Atlanta, Dallas, uh, Phoenix, and Denver. Uh, so they'll only have four buildings because there's not a, a greater need to have brick and mortar like there used to be. And we'll, we're going to see that. So here's a great opportunity for us to, to, to get an excellent building that will handle our growth needs in this county for number of years is there uh, any confirmation on that verizon complex or is that something this uh county could look at that for something also i haven't heard anything uh about that either. at all i i don't know what they're what they're doing okay our phone number 615-893-1450 uh, listeners asking uh, for an update on the convenience centers uh, that yes, are going to be renovated. Are they all going to be renovated or just a few of them? Well, we're starting out with four. We got permission. Uh, it was in the budget. Uh, so probably in about two weeks at the next Public Works uh, meeting, there'll be a motion that will come forward uh, to go ahead and, and um, uh, start the process, put it out to bid. So the first four will be um, a weekly drive down in Smyrna. And we're actually going to be relocating that one off a of weekly down to G Street, further on down weekly, to where there's more room and, and relieves a lot of the traffic issues. Uh, Walter Hill, uh, we're, we're negotiating on that one, trying to get the traffic off of, of at that location where it backs up. And we're looking at Almaville and Leanna. Uh, oh, there's actually five Leanna mm -hmm. and uh, Rockville. Rockville. Okay. I think Leanne and Rockville are going to come in front of Amaville, I think. Yeah, and and um, uh, Weekly is our largest facility, and so that, uh, but we, the money's in the budget, and we're going to move forward. And that's not just going to be improving the convenience center, it's more than that, isn't it? Yes, sir. We're, we're putting in ramps, very similar. If anybody's ever been over to the facilities in Williamson County, we're kind of modeling after that. You'll have ramps that you'll be able to pull up on top of. Uh, the, you'll pull in for your regular trash bags and put it in the compactor but then if you have other things you want to put in a dumpster instead of having to get out of your trunk and push it up and over a lot of times it falls back down on your head if you're not six feet tall or more uh, this will be you'll pull up on a ramp and get out and drop it down into the open top which will be below the ramp um, we're going to put in um, uh, kind of decorate it up a little bit with some landscaping and, and privacy fences and and uh, have it all paved instead of gravel. So um, uh, extended hours. Extended hours. We're going to have to hire more people, but you know it, we're going to put the word "convenient" back in convenience centers, uh, and that's the way it should be. You know, it, uh, it it should be open when be convenient for people because most people work from you know eight o'clock to five o'clock, and it's never open. You know, 
and we, we close it early and accept, accept less products, and we're going to accept oil. We're going to accept everything. Mm-hmm. Cooking oil, motor oil, uh, of course, all your recyclables and everything there, uh, carpet, mattresses. There's the company that just came on the thrift store. Yeah, we found a company down in, the, in Georgia that will take uh, mattresses. They strip the coils out of it and repurpose the, the foam and, and, and bedding material. So we'll be able to take mattresses, and we're going to. Yeah, we've been having an increase, and we've had people calling and texting us on this about uh, more littering in the area. Out in the rural areas, people are just going out and dumping, and and, uh, Mm -hmm. we have plans to go back into the General Assembly and ask to increase the the fine. Uh, Instead of $25, we're going with $500 if you're caught dumping. Now, uh, we had an officer who used to go out and find people for doing that he passed away and and i don't Mm -hmm. guess we ever replaced him no that was never done and uh, i don't know why because it's just getting worse well it it falls upon the uh, sheriff's department actually does those uh, type things and fines now but uh, i tell you um the workhouse uh excellent job they're doing an excellent job they've they've got um uh, the inmates going out and cleaning up, you know, 24, 840, uh, the county roads, and, uh, and doing a super job there. Good morning. You're on WGNS. How are you this morning? Hey, I'm good. How you gentlemen doing? Doing fine. Okay. Awesome. Hey, um, I'm glad to hear that you guys are updating the convenience centers, and I would say that part of this extra trash dumping out in the rural areas is because... Uh, the convenience centers had stopped taking anything except bag trash on Sundays and like you said their hours were real short and most people when they load their trash up or their couch or whatever they need to throw away and they go to the dump on Sunday and all of a sudden now you can't dump that stuff on Sundays uh, they're not taking it back home with them they're going to find somewhere to dump it so uh and I know that's not right, and, and I hope that gets resolved because I hate seeing stuff thrown out like that also. Absolutely. And so um, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear that you guys are working on that. Yeah, they, you don't want to go back home with the, all that trash in the back of your truck, so they, they, go on, they don't want to get fussed at by their wives, so they go find someplace out where nobody's watching and they dump it out. That, <laughs> right? Yes, sir. Uh, another question I have for you. Yes, sir. Um, they have... Um, I guess the last five or six, maybe even longer years, uh, they stopped accepting TVs and monitors and stuff like that. Are you guys going to be able to accept those? Because that's another thing people are disposing of in you the can woods take them. or off in you, the field. You can take them right now, but not at each convenience center. There's right. one location to take them that's over on Havy Road, but you have to pay for it. We're looking for a place, uh, and we're talking to uh, a company up in Knoxville that will take it for free. Uh, so that's what we're looking for is trying to make it convenient, longer hours, take more things, even even um, some demolition, you know, piece of small brick, sheetrock, mm-hmm. that type stuff. What they do in, in Franklin is they'll accept um, that demolition stuff. You know, if you're a handyman, you're doing something around the house, as long as it doesn't exceed the level of the back of your pickup truck of the bed. Mm-hmm. If it right. exceeds that, then you got to take it to the landfill and pay to 
dump it out there. Right, and not commercial. Okay. You know, this is residential use, you know, for our residents. So if you're in a commercial-type business, then you need to dispose of it in a commercial way-type deal. But uh, uh, the mayor's right on this, you know, because they're taking that – you got that mercury and all that stuff that's in these components of these computers and TVs and stuff, but you can take them over on Haley Road, and, and it is so much a pound or whatever. I know I had to throw – two big old monster tvs away that you know now they're thin and <laughs> hang on the right. wall or put you know whatever and these things were ginormous you know but the, they went out and it was cheaper to buy a new one than it was to fix it so um take them over at haley haley road and they'll take care of you our phone number is 615-893-1450 we're going to pause for just a moment we'll be right back stay with us we're focusing on rutherford county this morning Final segment's coming up. If you have a thought, get with us quickly. 893-1450. Have you been getting most of your money advice from your brother-in-law? Maybe you need Dave Ramsey. The Dave Ramsey Show, 1 to 4 on WGNS, Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good morning. Traffic's on the increase out here even more now. On 24th through the Hickory Hollow area, it's moving now. Let's keep it that way. Watch your speed. Lots of radar spotted earlier on I-24. can be past Epps Mill Road. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep with the Sharks Family Edition. Perfect for the kids and grandkids. Check it out at Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms at times this afternoon. Partial sunshine develops a high in the low 90s. Winds out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 72. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. Mark your calendars for the 54th Annual Murfreesboro Antique Show and Sale coming up July 16th, 17th, and 18th at the Middle Tennessee Expo Center on 1688 Middle Tennessee Boulevard. $7 gets you in for the whole weekend, so bring the family. Parking's free and food and drinks are available inside the venue. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. Old friends, new name, better together. As First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County but will always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This is Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, WGNS, Murfreesboro. The final segment of our broadcast this morning, let's uh, look at some of these other growth areas of Rutherford County. Those public safety buildings we heard about earlier, I understand they're getting close. Matter of fact, they are, Mark, the uh, public health and safety buildings. We have, it was in the budget that was passed Monday this week without a tax increase. Everything we're doing, no tax increase this year. Yay. Um, but we're going to put in six uh, public health and safety buildings in our more rural areas 
They are Rockvale, uh, Christiana, Kittrell, Walter Hill, Las Casas, and Almaville. And we're going to build these. They'll be uh, probably about 5,000 square feet. Uh, they'll have two ambulances, two fire trucks, and in the middle where the day room is uh, will be a certified tornado shelter with sirens on them. And uh, uh, we're, we're excited about this. Now, are those sirens, the tornado sirens, are they uh -huh. loud enough to be heard uh, all over the county Well, with, with those locations? I don't know about all over the county, but, <laughs> but uh, it's going to be at least better than what it is. Better than what it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We don't have any sirens in the county right county now. doesn't have any mtsu has some right uh, and i can't hear them at my house no but we'll we'll have these uh you know in the in those rural areas uh, which you know the, around these schools because we're going to build them on current school property we're not having to we're not going to build them on go buy a new piece of property we're putting them on existing land that are mm -hmm. you know excess land next to the school and uh, so it's, we're, we're excited about this opportunity. When will you break ground on that, and what uh, will your first location that you break ground on be? Uh, probably uh, uh, Rockville and Kittrell, but we're going to bid them all at the same time and see what contractors are available. They may take two, and some contractor may be large enough to take all six. I don't know. Uh, I think you'll get a better price if from someone who wants to build all six at one time if you know, it's hard getting labor right now. Right. It's hard getting products, you know, wood and concrete. It's just, it's You a, can build them with that prefab, that, uh, all that stuff that, that'd uh, be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, recycle, recycle material. Right? Yeah. But what a perfect opportunity, Bart. I mean, you're, you're talking about going, just, just draw a circle, you know, uh, the cities, and then you're going out midway into the county. And so that gives you a faster response on fire and ambulance and sheriff. Sheriff's going to have a, an office in, in each one, you know, for the sheriff's deputy out in that area. So they can come back, warm up, take do paperwork, whatever, get them a cup of coffee or something and be ready to go. And it'll also be a, um, a hardened facility because of tornado. Tornadoes. So if something happened or, heaven forbid, another COVID outbreak or another outbreak of some sort, we could give shots, testing, um, even security i mean there's just an endless amount of things that you can do and these you know is like the mayor said it's going to put that community back up on the pedestal of where they need to be that community and what it's what it's built around it you know is probably farming community at one point but now it's grown in houses and all that sort of stuff it's going to lift that community well, up and we'll make a it community more. food bank in, in these yes. locations or or people who who need an opportunity uh, for you know food they'll be able to come by there so drop it off these will be all built about the same time yes sir meaning they'll be ready for use about the same time 12 to 18 months okay yes, so uh, maybe this time next year or somewhere yes, around sir. here we're going to see this happening mm -hmm. absolutely we have about a minute left in our broadcast this morning. Anything we've left out that you want to be sure and touch on? Well, I was just going to say a faster response. I don't know if I said that, but that's a faster, faster response, response on ambulance and fire, which is mean saving lives. Yes. You know, it, going back into the cities as well as going back out to the county lines. And so, we're, don't, I mean, we're so excited. Don't forget the it's over 100-year uh, 4th, 4th of July celebration at Rockvale at the old school. And uh, lots of watermelon entertainment, snow cones, hot dogs. Come on out, 4th of July.
I'm ready for fireworks and watermelon. Yes, sir. <laughs> and patriotic music. Yes, sir. Thank you both for joining us. Thank Our you, Bar. County Mayor Bill Ketron. Thank you, Bar. And Deputy to the Mayor Steve Sandlin visiting with us on this pre-4th of July. Get ready for some flag waving.